I remember sitting in my psychology 101 class, first year university at York University in Toronto, where I grew up. And um, I remember the professor distinctly talking about the mind-body connection and how powerful it is and how we are powerful creators in our um, internal state and our physical state. And that was the first time that I had like an aha moment where I thought to myself, wow, could it be that I'm actually making myself sick, my nerves, my anxiousness, my worries, my future tripping, uh, my living in the past, all of it, my lack of self-love, could it be that I was making myself ill? And if I was making myself ill, could I also make myself well? Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Empowering Her podcast. I'm happy to be with you today and I have a special treat. Every now and then when I am a guest on a podcast, we have a conversation so powerful that I know that um, I need to share it on Empowering Her and that's what we're doing today. Uh, I was a guest on Anya Berg's Step Into Flow podcast. If you haven't checked out the podcast definitely take a listen. She is an amazing host. She has fantastic guests and amazing insights. And we talked all about the next generation and the inner toolkit that they all come into the world with, the inner toolkit we all come into the world with, and how to uncover it, and what are the steps to do that? How do we as women, as mothers, as influencers, um, lead the way for those girls to access those inner toolkits because we actually play such a big part. And so I'm very excited uh, to share this important and powerful episode with you. I hope that you enjoy. Have you been toying with the idea of creating a girls empowerment workshop, but got yourself stuck because of mindset, not knowing if you would get it right, not knowing where to start, not knowing how to serve I've totally been there and I've totally got you. We've created a brand new masterclass experience. It's called the Girl Life Launchpad, where I'm going to walk you through the A to Z of running your first girls empowerment workshop, because we've got to start somewhere and we've got to do it in community with people who have the same goal on their hearts. And I'm going to be there with you every step of the way. If you'd like to get involved in this 90-minute masterclass, just go to www.melodypormorati.com slash launchpad. I promise you won't be sorry. And by the end of the 90 minutes, you will be ready to launch your very first profitable girls empowerment workshop. See you there. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so excited. I'm here with Melody. And yeah, I, I was waiting to finally have her on. Because I feel like we have a very similar mission with empowering women. That's really where our heart is. But she takes it to another level because she really works with the next generation, empowering girls. So Melody, thank you so much for being here. And let's dive in. I'm really excited to hear your story and what motivates you to really be so passionate about the next generation, the the little girls and empowering them. Thank you so much, Anya. Such a pleasure to be on your beautiful podcast. I'm honored. 
Um, and I'm excited to share my journey and my mission at Girl Life. Um, where did it all begin? I mean, there are so many, so many stories I could tell. Uh, the first thing I will say is that I struggled with anxiety as a young girl, but I didn't know it was anxiety. Um, when I was growing up, we didn't have a word for it, or even if we had the word, we didn't use it. Mental health awareness wasn't what it is today. And, um, I just suffered from chronic stomach aches and I accepted it as my norm because every doctor my mom took me to would say, Melody's fine. We did all the procedures. We did everything to check and see if there was a serious problem going on and always a clean bill of health. And so we learned to deal as we do. It wasn't an ideal situation. Every morning I'd wake up with those stomach aches, but I remember sitting in my psychology 101 class, first year university at York University in Toronto, where I grew up. And um, I remember the professor distinctly talking about the mind-body connection and how powerful it is and how we are powerful creators in our um, internal state and in our physical state. And that was the first time that I had like an aha moment where I thought to myself, wow, could it be that I'm actually making myself sick, my nerves, my anxiousness, my worries, my future tripping, uh, my living in the past, all of it, my lack of self-love, could it be that I was making myself ill? And if I was making myself ill, could I also make myself well? And that kind of became the guiding marker for me in my life where I started my own empowerment journey I started leaning into my own inner tools. I didn't know that I had an inner toolkit that lives right inside of me that I was born with. Um, and I just didn't have the instruction manual. I just didn't know. I didn't have the access to it because I didn't know it existed. And I think there's this beautiful thing that happens as women in that when we discover something that changes our own lives for the better, we want to scream it off of the rooftops. We're sharers of information, whether it's like an eyeliner color or a new podcast we listened to or a book we read. And in my case, I had this new information. I started to feel good as a result of the inner work that I was doing. And I was able to get rid of these stomach aches. Like, I don't know when the last time is that I had a stomach ache. Of course, we're talking about, you know, this happened 25 years ago, but that really started my journey of empowerment. And so um, in creating Girl Life, that's one of many reasons that I decided to scream my message off the rooftops that if I could pull through something that was so devastatingly difficult day in and day out, um, then perhaps we can give girls access to that as well so that not another girl has to go through what I went through without also knowing that she is powerful beyond measure to influence um, many areas of her life. Oh my God, I love it all so much. And it's so true. Whenever you are going through something, you feel like you are the only person, right? You feel so yeah. lonely. But then when you hear from others, it's like so encouraging 100%. Yeah, that was actually the reason I started my podcast. I'm like, oh, we have to share these stories. So we as women don't feel so alone, like nobody else is going through it. Um. So but how did you like, you said it sounded like you did like inner work. And when you talk about that mind body connection, 
like what exactly, what did you learn? What were the tools you learned about? Great question. So one of them was meditation, not meditation in the traditional form, because I've got a mind that just goes wild, like wild. So I needed to find the things that grounded me and the things that moved and inspired me to be in this present moment, right? Because at the end of the day, that's the goal, being mindful, being rooted right here in the foundation of what's before us. And for me, it was music, like music was very grounding to me. It like, you know, music can make your, make you get shivers. It's just so inspirational. So, um, and, and any music for each of us, it's different for me. It could have been like Soundgarden or Guns N' Roses at the time, or my favorite Canadian band, Blue Rodeo, like whatever it was, it gave meaning to my life and it took the edge off for me. Um, another thing that I had to learn how to do was to start surrounding myself by people who were good for my soul. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. not something that we're taught as young kids. Our parents always tell us, you know, choose good friends, surround yourself by good people. But like at the end of the day, we are the sum of the five people that we spend the most time with. Like we've all heard this quote and it's like, there's, there's nothing truer. It's like, we are the company that we keep. And so I had to learn to release certain friendships that were um, depleting my energy. They were, they were, you know, draining me. They were not a fountain. They were a drain. That was one of the big ones. Um, self-love was another big one. Learning how to look in the mirror and love every part of myself from my heart to my brain, to my face, to my body. Um, and they're not easy things to do, but they're necessary things to do. And, I believe that these are the things that we need to teach in school. These are the things that our curriculums are missing, emotional intelligence tools. These are the things that create a peaceful and joyful life. 100%, because I feel like, especially I have a daughter too, as a mom of a little girl, I think about it so much. I'm like, we all know that children learn, they watch us, so they learn by what we do. So I always think if I, don't show her, you know, that I love myself. I take care of myself. How is she going to learn mm. and in school? I think it's so difficult because they want to fit in what you mentioned earlier about friends. Like, I don't think at that age they can really evaluate who is a good influence, who is not. Like, we need to model as parents, right? But then I totally agree. They need to learn this at school. There's like unfortunately it's not happening right now so that's why what you do is is so amazing and do you have any other tips like what can moms or role models do what kind of what can we show them to help them yeah question and I, I love that you're sharing that like your daughter is doing what you do. It's not always about what we say. It's about the the, the role model, modeling that we're doing. Um, my latest book, Empowered Women, Empower Girls, is literally like the question that you just asked me. It's all about how we as women can take a look in the mirror, can um, can elevate the relationship that we have with ourselves knowing that the greatest gift that we have to give to our next generation, to our daughters, is a a positive relationship with ourselves. So some tools are like, I want our daughters to watch us go after our dreams, right? 
Um, so often we are telling our girls to go follow their dreams, follow their hearts, and we're not doing it. And so there's this like misalignment of mom is telling me to do this, but here she is. And I just know that she's not doing the things that, that, that make her happy. Um, so, so first and foremost, if we want to raise fierce daughters, let's, um, be an example for them. And it's a win-win because we finally start stepping into our soul's purpose and they get to witness that firsthand. Um, there are so many different ways that we can role model um, this. It's it's the self-love, like when we look in the mirror and our daughter catches us like examining our gray hairs or our wrinkles, like that's not what we want. It's not what we want to notice. We don't want that to be the first thing that we notice when, um, when we look in the mirror. So once again, a win-win, if we can start looking in the mirror and noticing and celebrating what's beautiful um, and that our heart is beating and that we're here and we've been granted another day. Like these are the the cues that our daughters pick up on. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I said before about like who we surround ourselves with, our daughters are watching us. They're watching our friendships and relationships. They can, they can smell a toxic rela- relationship from a, a mile away because they are so intuitive uh, so, so it's really, really important that the company we keep, we're noticing that's affecting her on such a big level. And the way we speak, the way we speak to ourselves, the way we speak to our daughters, the way we speak to a friend who we're on the phone with, are we gossiping? Are we complaining? Um, cause guess what? If they hear us doing that, they will be doing the exact same thing. So everything that I share is not to be in judgment at all. It's to gently just take a look in that mirror. I always talk about the mirror. Gently take a look in that mirror and ask yourself, you know, is this who I want to be for myself? Is this who I want to be for my daughter? Oh, that's a great reminder. Yes, I'm big into like the post-it notes. Like I feel like you need to like, or I need to do it, like put it on my mirror as a gentle reminder because yes they are always listening and it's so right the way we talk to our friends are we gossiping makes so much sense they listen to everything I see that with my daughter she asks me all these questions she's always overhearing what I do and say it is so important yeah yeah and um so what do you think when you mention school so what can we do because we know it's not really taught so much at school and talked about but do you think there is anything we can do to still yeah so much there's I mean there's so much like first of all it's the messaging that comes from home second of all like I created my whole business girl life which I'll share about because of what wasn't taught in schools. Once again, no judgment. These curriculums are filled with so much that so much wisdom that they want to impart on our children. There isn't enough time and space to explore the emotional intelligence. And while I do believe that we will get there, I created Girl Life as um, an answer 
to the fact that we don't have this type of curriculum in schools, emotional intelligence, teaching girls about their superpowers, teaching them that they came into this world with this inner toolkit and teaching them how to access it. Um, so the Girl Life Academy is, well, first and foremost, I started running girls empowerment workshops in my community 10 years ago. And I just felt such a calling. I had at the time, my daughters were seven. I have twins who are 17. At the time, they were seven years of age. And um, I just saw such a need for something like this. And so I ran workshops right out of my home, like in the living room where I'm in right now. And we would bring girls in and we would talk about principles like gratitude, self-love, um, I am responsible for the world I see. My words create my world. Um, finding my unique superpowers, becoming my own BFF. I can heal myself. That one came directly from my own experience with my stomach aches. And so I started teaching these workshops. And the more I ran these workshops, the more the parents would say, we want more Melody. Where has this been all these years? Can you run a workshop about this? And can you do it for this age group? And I had to take a step back and realize that there was only so much that I could do on my own. And uh, I decided to link arms with other women and bring them into this movement of girls empowerment. And I created an online school where I train women to run their own profitable and impactful girls empowerment workshops. And um, that's really where this whole idea and everything that I've created through Girl Life, that's where it all began. Um, and to date, we have 200 Girl Life coaches who are out there in different communities across the globe, and they're sharing our curriculum in their unique way. So when you ask, like, what can we do as mothers? Well, there's the role modeling, there's signing our girls up for programs like this, right? There's reading the books, there's educating ourselves, empowering ourselves, knowing again, that that is, um, that is, that is the, the, just ultimate that we can do for them. That's so amazing. Wow. Um, is the um, the workshops, is it for moms and girls or is it just the girls? So it's just for the girls. That being said, a lot of our coaches, they personalize it and we very much welcome that because I don't feel like any one coach can run it the same way. We all use our own gifts and magic to light up the curriculum. Yeah. So some are doing mother-daughter retreats. Some are doing summer camps. Some are doing after-school programs, winter camps. Like there are so many different ways of rolling it out. Um, but what's cool is that these women are stepping into their life's work, um, but also getting paid for doing this good work. They're turning it into a business and As like a female entrepreneur, I can't think of anything more beautiful to witness than women adding value to the planet and earning abundantly for the good work that they do. Greetings, fellow authors, podcasters, and heart-centered female entrepreneurs. I'm excited to present you with an incredible opportunity that holds the power to transform lives. Imagine your message resonating with open-hearted women and simultaneously igniting the spirits of girls worldwide. Sponsor the Empowering Her podcast and Girl Life Empowerment, and you will directly contribute to the creation of life-changing content for girls around the globe. For details, visit www.melodypormorati.com slash 
sponsor a girl. Together, we can create a global wave of empowerment. Check the show notes as well for more details. Yes. Wow. Such a great idea you came up with. I mean, it's amazing. And what are like the ideal ages for the girls to attend the workshops? How old are they on average? Great question. So we start at five mm -hmm. um, and then we go all the way up all the way up. And when I say all the way up is because a lot of our coaches are doing inner child work with women. So they're running these workshops for women. So it's just five to 105. Like I, I always say for like all my books, like five to 105, because it's for the young girl that lives inside each of us. So, um, but, but we do start at a very young age because there's this heart shattering statistic that a girl's self-confidence peaks at age eight, which I think is unbelievable. How old is your daughter, Anya? She is nine. She's nine. So she's right there on that cusp. Up until last year, the statistic was nine, that a girl's self-confidence peaks at, at age nine. And unfortunately, it went in the wrong direction. It went to eight. And I always say we are in the business of changing the statistic because how could we accept such a thing, right? Like we're, th these girls are at the beginning of their lives. We want to create a solid foundation. And that's why we start so young because um, the younger you start, the more amazing it is to watch these girls. They're curious, they're sponges, their hands are up, they're asking questions. And while it's equally important to run the workshops for 10 year olds, 11 year olds, teenage girls and beyond, um, because they need it for, for so many other reasons. Um, we really wanted to have the opportunity to catch these girls at seed level and give them this knowledge before the world puts so many layers of fear and shame and guilt and doubt on them for them to carry without even realizing it. Oh, it makes so much sense because once you're a little bit older and you have been so conditioned, I mean, I know it from my own inner work that I've been doing, but started obviously way later, like as a grown up, like you have to work through all these layers. And then the other thing that popped into my mind when you talked about age is if they are younger before they start going through puberty you would think that that helps them with going through it because when their body changes on top of everything else, they feel even more self-conscious and maybe one girl is a little bit ahead of her friends or the other way around. Like I can see how already being in this world of like self-love and empowering that it makes it easier for them to, to handle the years of puberty, right? You're so right. We got to give them a strong baseline. You know, we got it. We got to give them um, a leg up. We got to give them every opportunity to thrive and to not compare themselves to others and to know that they're perfect as they are imperfectly perfect. Um, so I'm so with you. Those are prominent years that we, you know, we've both been through it. It's very challenging, right? When a girl is going through adolescence. And so, um, like I said, we want to give them every opportunity to thrive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I have to look into it. I think now I need to find something for her. I feel like, like you said, that would be the perfect time right now to immerse her. 
And can you quickly share, like, what is, I know you said everyone, and I love that too, by the way, that every woman who puts on a workshop has the freedom to kind of put, like you said, bring her own gifts, like structure it in a way that she likes to do it. I love that. But what what does the workshop look like? What, what do they talk about with these little girls? And I know, again, it's different for everyone, but maybe you can just... Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like my joy to share this stuff. This is what I live for. Um, so, you know, the first thing we do when a girl walks in, like we greet her, welcome, got music playing. We're just making it a really fun and engaging environment. We want them to learn without even realizing just how much they're learning because it's just so fun and cool. Um, and we sit in a circle and we have like a chat and the, the opening chat is always me sharing with girls about, you know, the word empowerment and its origin and how the word power is an empowerment and how no one can give us power. It's only found here. We don't need permission. We don't need, we just need access. I'm giving them access. Oh, um, good. oh my God. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. No one can hand you any of that, right? Like it's all an inside job. And, and the sooner we get that, um, the sooner we we can really be the primary influence in our own lives. And instead of taking an outside in approach, we're taking an inside out approach with, I think, which I think is a lot healthier. Yes. Um, yeah. And in that chat, we talk about, um, I think one of the things that blows all of their minds is that the first thing I say to them is, um, did you know that you get to choose your own thoughts? And they're like, what? I'm like, where did you think your thoughts came from? They're like, religious school, God, my parents, this, that, all these beautiful answers that they give. And I'm like, no, but guess what? You get to choose your thoughts. You have the power. If you're thinking a thought that doesn't make you feel good to potentially choose another more loving thought towards yourself or towards a situation. And they're just like, what? Like, what are you talking? And that's where it begins. And and every conversation is rooted in giving them access to that portal within. So, you know, like I said, like gratitude is one of our workshops. So as an example, you know, these are high level ideas that we bring down to like seeds, like we turn them into seeds that we're planting in the girls. And the way we share it is in a language that they understand, in a tone that they understand. And every uh, age group that we work with is different, right? Because the way that I communicate with a five-year-old will be different than a 15-year-old. Um, and then we talk about how gratitude turns everything we have into enough. And gratitude keeps us bringing more and more blessings into our lives. And every day we get to choose a grateful thought. And we always do a craft to illustrate the workshop's teaching. So this way the girls have a visual prompt, a visual reminder to take home with them. So it's not just what they learned, but it's about that mindset of, okay, this is not just now, this is forever. And every day I'm going to remember to drop a note in the gratitude jar that I created with all my new friends, with the music playing and the fun environment. And there's, it's just all curated um, for girls to thrive and to, to continue, continue, continue doing the work long after they've left our workshops. Oh my God. It's so beautiful. And that's the key because, you know, 
I think I read somewhere it takes 21 days to create a habit. And that's the thing when they have like a difficult time that they remember, okay, I have these tools. So first they need to remember, but then also use them. So to, to make sure they, they go home with this little toolbox. That's like so key for lasting change. Yeah. And it lives forever, right? That toolbox, it lives forever. And we just keep putting more tools in our toolbox. It's just so cool. Like inside yes. out. Yes. Oh, yes. I love this. Thank you. So Thank you. where can people find you who are curious to learn more, dive in deeper? Yeah. Um, I would say the best place to go is my website, www.getgirlpower.com. Um, Instagram at girl life empowerment. We've got programs for moms, programs for girls. I run a, um, a, a virtual online membership for girls ages six to 10 years of age, where every two weeks they come into my zoom room and we have an hour of empowerment. We have dance parties. We talk about these core principles. Um, and it's just a beautiful opportunity among that. In, in the craziness of life and school starting and whatever is going on in their lives to come together for an empowering conversation and empowering hour. So there's that. And I've got books and all, all the things to, to help um, serve mothers, to help women who want to step into this other as their life's work. And ultimately all of this is geared towards really elevating our future generation of women. And that all starts with our girls. Oh my God. I'm so honored you were able to come on here today. I mean, it was such a pleasure. I was really excited for you to share this. I can't wait to, for this episode to go live. It's such important work and you're doing an amazing job. Thank you so much. Anya, thank you so much. Thank you for your time and for the invitation to be here with you today. It was an honor. Thank you. Thank you so much for your listenership. If you love what you're hearing, please consider leaving us a five-star review and subscribing to the show so that you don't miss an episode. These reviews are so very helpful to us and we are so grateful for each and every one of them. If you'd like to hang out with us on Instagram, give us a visit at Girl Life Empowerment. Can't wait to see you there.